Welcome to the show where three friends rate, debate, and investigate the films you'll love to see and hate to see. This is You'll Love to See It. Welcome back to a brand new episode of You'd Love to See It, season five, I believe, technically. We, we've been... Six, seven, eight? No, it's either, I think it's five. I'm going to go on a... Maybe? Mm. We can't even confirm this. Mm. I think it's five, but it's definitely the new episode. Well, <laughs> it definitely is a new the episode. The real season is the friends we made along the way. That's true. And it is a new, a new season. I know that. So... Uh, we're back from our little break, our hiatus, our... It's actually winter. What? What was winter? Now. What did I say? What? <laughs> <laughs> what did I say that made you that prompted you to say it's actually winter? That's the season. All right. Well, it is, it is, is winter, but I'm saying we were gone for winter break. Um, as were our, we? We were. Well, kind of. I think we recorded a little bit over winter break. You know. Also... I didn't even introduce myself. I'm Zach, and I'm joined here today with my lovely co-host, Eric Zhu. Um, as you may notice, there is a missing co-host. Um, Sometimes an absence is also a presence. That's It's true. That's what I'll um, say. He is more present now being absent than he ever was before. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't mean that. What I do mean, though, is we are sad to say that Caleb um, is alive. Uh, well, I'm not sad to say he's alive. I'm more sad to say that he... I am. Is oh. is busy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, not just busy. I'm really butchering this, but uh, he has an opportunity to be working on something that we cannot disclose. Um, I mean, we could say what the nature of it is, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't. Yeah, he's working. Yeah. Uh, he's, yeah, working he's working on a, on a film. Movie. Working on a film in Boston. Boston. And that's all we'll say. Uh, so look for him in his uh, feature debut. Uh, I I hope so, at least. Um, but yeah, so for the foreseeable future, it'll be just myself and Eric. Potentially, we have a third co-host coming on. Uh, he's been here before, Sam. Uh, so that might happen more in the future or just select episodes or whatnot. But this week, it'll just be Eric and myself. And we'll be going over Oscar nominations and discussing the newly released film, Kimmy. Is Kimmy technically a... It's 2022, right? Is this my first yep. 20... This is my first... 2022 film then um wow all right it wasn't a bad first one um do we want to start with kimmy before we really yeah let's start with kimmy let's do that yeah um, before i do that eric how's your day it's great good day busy day yeah i was in class for most of the day and then rehearsal for the rest of the day do you know one year from now you won't be able to say i was in class anymore is that interesting you don't know that. That's true. You There's could, still... You go to grad school. Yeah. You're, uh... Well, it's a little late now. That's true. It's true. It is to, a, it's to, a little to late. To apply, no. <laughs> yeah. Um, who knows if we'll be doing the podcast a year from now, but uh, either way, you still won't be able to say that statement. Um, I could take Coursera. It's true. <laughs> Does that count as class, technically? What? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Coursera counts. Or I could be in boot camp or something. <laughs> like a coding boot camp. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, I, I was thinking military boot camp, and I was. I have flat feet, so <laughs> that's not in the cards. <laughs> it's not possible. Um, all right, let's talk Kimmy. My day actually consisted of me watching Kimmy um, this morning. Um, it was actually Loki a nice vibe, a good morning movie. Yeah, it's just like a good put on at any time. Yeah, movie. yeah. I actually think it was a better experience in the morning than it would have been at night, personally. But I, think I watched it, it in the morning, too. It's yeah. like a low-key... I think Soderbergh wants it to be low-key. Yeah. Um, and uh, some nice shots of Seattle, which I actually I was going to talk to you about because my uncle is moving to Seattle. Mm. Um, I'll talk to you off-air about that. But, uh, yeah, it's the, the little... I you know, saw some... It is. Is it filmed? It's filmed in Seattle. It is filmed I'm guessing, in Seattle. Right? I, I remember even place. seeing the like casting for extras for this movie. Oh, you didn't want to sign up. Well, we were on Orcus. Oh, oh, oh my God! That's when this was filmed. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, you know, I mean, obviously, this is the first film that I've ever seen that exists in somewhat in the real world of COVID existing. Mm-hmm. I haven't. I don't think I've seen another film that treats COVID as a real like a thing that happened. And this film is you know during the pandemic i mean it could still be now because we're still in the pandemic but it's very much a big part of the movie um Mm -hmm. i mean it's one of the main reasons why she does not go outside Mm -hmm. well i don't think that's the main reason well it's mostly like her agoraphobia yeah yeah well and then like her history and stuff like that too um but yeah let's introduce kimmy um Newly released film by uh, Sodenberg. Uh, Sod- Soderberg. So- Steven I- Soderberg. How do you say his last name? Soder. Is it Soderberg? Yeah. Soderberg, not Sodenberg. Yeah. Uh, Steven Soder- Soder- <laughs> Soderberg. Um, it's on HBO Max. This- did it have a theatrical release? No. This is the third movie in Soderberg's HBO contract. Oh, He said he was going to make three straight to HBO movies. This is just like the sort of like... Yeah. The first what were the other two, two were Let Them All Talk and No Sudden Move. Mm. Ooh, interesting. I forgot that No Sudden Move was... Huh. I have to say, this is better than No Sudden Move. Um, I, would, I agree. And, you know, I don't think we need to be too formal anymore with introducing it, but just to jump head first, I actually really like this movie. And I really liked it up until the part where she leaves the apartment. What? That's when I start to like it. Are you serious? That's so interesting. I think it's like sort of boring until she leaves the apartment and then that's when things start happening. Let me say this. I think it's interesting when she leaves the apartment because it does add some needed movement or like just some needed change. I started like I also on one hand was like grappling with how do I feel about this all taking place in one apartment. And I thought the whole movie would. I thought this was going to be like, uh, God, what's that movie that just came out with? um jake gyllenhaal it's a remake it's the one where he's the 911 operator i just watched it too i don't remember what it's called um the guilty yeah the guilty you know so he's all he's in one room the entire movie and i assume that this was going to be similar just after the first what hour or half hour it's all in her apartment mm-hmm. and i thought she'd literally would solve this crime essentially or whatever from her her apartment um so i mean it was about what it was over halfway when it switched right yeah. Or maybe about halfway. Yeah. Would I you... mean, to give setup. The yeah, first half, it's basically a play on Rear Window, where Kimmy is, as she is from Seattle in like a tech hub, she works for this Alexa-like company like that creates a personal assistant. And her job is 
to go over recordings and like record mistakes and one day she thinks she hears a crime uh, and the first half of the movie is her basically trying to figure out what is going on what am I hearing and then it switches gears halfway through when she goes outside and then you realize that the whole surveillance privacy thematics the whole rear window plot is more of just a setup and yeah. the real villain was bureaucracy like by the end of the movie the the crime that was recorded is like in my mind like not really the focus anymore. <laughs> no, it, it isn't. It's more like now it's a pretty big left turn. Yeah, taking down the, uh, or not even taking down. I mean, it's just like, you know. So she she records the crime, which at the, she doesn't even realize. Even at the end, she doesn't realize who it is of, because mm-hmm. she asks the guy when she's in her apartment about to be killed. She's like, "Are you going to tell me who this is of?" So you know, she's just trying to do this right thing. And then, you know, obviously when she goes outside there, it, the world kind of opens up and there now is this whole thing about, oh, it's, you know, it was the CEO, right? You see the CEO or some big mm-hmm. executive for the company and it's a huge conspiracy that, you know, essentially there is both the murder, but then also the devices can be hacked into easily. So there's like, I think the movie starts to lose some of its touch for me there because i feel like it's it's now bringing in a lot like right you have this crime on one hand which you know is there's this side of the story where it's like her as someone who had been has been assaulted right she's Mm -hmm. like feeling like she needs to do this it's the thing that gets her outside it's the thing that's kind of driving her and you you know you find out that this isn't probably the only thing she's ever fixated on because she has this issue of what did you what's it called like agoraphobia. agoraphobia and then you know her history of being assaulted she has kind of fixated on problems before and this one's obviously a very you know i guess moral problem and like you know she's searching for justice but then it turns into also like now in the second half it's like this big conspiracy and there's hitman coming after her and she's now surviving and then there's actually like a kind of badass fight sequence you know, at the end. And I think that's just like, it, it, it felt like two very different movies. I think, I, I thought it felt pretty seamless to me. I mean, I liked when she left the apartment because it was the first time, like I was pretty much ready to say like, oh, it's just a play on like rear window, the blow, like blow up or whatever. And yeah. then the moment she leaves is when it becomes interesting. Just but, like in what it's doing. Like it's doing something that I haven't seen before. Which is what? In, I guess it just like, pre- like, it really surprised me just like it told me it was one type of movie and in reality it had all these other intentions behind it on what it wanted to be and i thought that was very fun and when she leaves the apartment all the camera angles that, that's great of that's her really nice Seattle are so interesting and like i don't know so angular she's like off to the side in a lot of them just like scurrying running around the city she's such a great physical actress like it was just so much more fun let me be specific I like that part of the movie as well. Th- those camera angles, the 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 way they shot that whole sequence of her first coming out um, outside was phenomenal. I thought it really made me feel disoriented like her. You know, you can tell how stressed out she is. The way she's, like you said, physically acting. Just her body so stiff. That stiff movement of her arms, like, amazing. But where it loses me is kind of once she meets this other executive woman who 
is very clearly playing this, you know, woman that's encouraging the patriarchy type role, you know, of like, you know, she has that way she says everything that's like, you're such a brave woman. And you're like, yeah. you you could tell it's all facetious. Um, once it gets there and then like the hitmen start chasing her, I think that's where I start to lose it. You know, that's when she goes to search for the FBI building, gets kidnapped. And then it's just like the whole kidnapping thing then becomes weird. It's like the guy that we've seen creepily watching her this whole time kind of tries to save her then doesn't work and now they're in her apartment you know being about to be killed oh but the nail guns are so the cool. nail guns cool but what's not cool is just like one the villain the guy is so lame the way he like just he just he looks he's like a bond villain like he's well, just because like, he's not really like a like he's just like a random hitman he's not yeah. supposed to be an important person no i agree but at the same he's time just like it's just like like no, because that's the main guy. Really? Wait, that, the wasn't guy, that like an assassin they sent? The guy that, I thought the guy, right? Is that not the guy? Oh, I saw this like Uh-oh. almost two weeks ago. Yeah, shoot. I thought the guy, you know, so there's the two lackeys, right? And then there's mm-hmm. a third guy who does all the talking. I thought that was the guy that had been meeting on the bridge with the CEO and everything too. I could be wrong on that. That could have been another no, lackey. I'm, I feel like I'm probably wrong. Um, but I just, at that part, it felt weird. Like it felt like the movie just kind of went a different direction. Cause I was just like, now there's like this, like my, this is, you want to know the part that really just kind of maybe be like, all right. It was when she starts using the Kimmy to fight them. Oh, I thought that was great. Uh, see, it just seems like, dude, like no way they would have left. Like she, it's like so quick. It's like, call mom and then turn off lights and then <laughs> play music loud. Like, it's just yeah. like. Like, why wouldn't one of them grab her and just, like, cover her mouth before? Like, there's, like, a good gap there. Or it's just, like... What? It's so fast. She's, like, Kimmy, turn off the lights. Like, uh, like, But it was already so dark. Like, are you really telling me, like, she said turn off the lights and they just couldn't see anymore? Like, they couldn't see... Where, like, oh, no, where did she go? <laughs> like, yeah. she was... There were two guys looking... Like, I, I think it just, like, made it a little unrealistic for me. Because I'm just, like... I mean, the first part's not very realistic either. Like... What do you mean? I, I don't know. Just, like... Come on, like the Zoom calls with the boss, like it's it's like a fun, stupid sort of like. What do you mean you don't think the Zoom calls were? What it's like, pretty. Shut the hell up! Like it's it's like the whole like it's like a, it's just like it's meant to be a stupid like, fun conspiracy little thriller movie. Like I mean, like, and I I think but the whole thing with her fighting with. The um Kimmy, is something that I don't think I've seen before. Like. Generally, when you see this type of movie where she works for this tech company, like a theme of the movie is going to be like, oh, like tech like is constantly surveilling us and like the like uh, like tech bat, like Black Mirror sort of thing. But That's this true. movie says that, but also treats tech as just like a given. Yeah, it's not and, like it's, it's not, not the, going it's away, not but it, it is bad. And, like, there are all these problems with it. But the real problem is this sense of, like, this corporate complacency yeah. surrounding the issues. And we have to, at some point, just, like, accept that this technology is, is here and it can be used for good or bad. Here's the thing. Like, you describe this movie as, like, a, quote-unquote, you know, I don't I know you don't mean it, like, super literally, but a stupid thriller, right? I would, I would be okay with that if the first, like, 30 minutes wasn't, like, kind of heavy. Like... Just, like, her dealing with all this, clearly, like, she has a lot of issues and, like, there's this, you know, agoraphobia, there's the, you know, assault that we learn about. Like, it just seems kind of heavy to then kind of have a more playful and or, like, a more, 
Like it just it kind of switches vibes for me. I just feel like you don't feel like it does. Or maybe you were just so no. ready to be done with the vibe of the beginning that you were like. I didn't even hate the beginning. I, I was just like vibing with it, and I thought it was just like some sense of catharsis. <laughs> like it was a fun movie. Even, don't get me wrong. Even and then, even if in the end, very little progress was made in terms of fighting the bureaucracy of the company or whatever. And in the end, like this experience helping her in some way get over like take a step in getting over her agoraphobia i i i i, yeah, I, I, I was i, I was willing just, to buy it i see i that's the thing is i also then at the very end you see a shot of her with new hair color outside with her you know now boyfriend oh, yeah. that was i just was but... like like this is like now you're having me believe all of her problems are just solved like eh, i can kind of buy it you know she's she's just the classic like in a bad spot do justice for someone else and you end up solving your own problem but i just feel like I don't know. To me, it's just like the first half of the film is so slow. Very like, very like building up. You know, you you're seeing all this of her environment. You know, it's all it's, it's what you what happens when you film in one space, right? But then it just takes a complete turn. Which I see what you're saying is that that's nice that it did that. But it, then it, as a, like a viewer, I just feel like okay, now I'm at, like I was expecting one thing for the first half. And then you just kind of completely flip that. And now we've kind of turned this into more of like a little action movie. I guess the difference between me is I just didn't find the first half slow. Like she's constantly doing things. She's first you go through her routine, then you have this whole thing where she like like flirts with the guy across the building, then he comes over, they hook up, and then you like start to realize just like so you start to get to like learn about her mental health. She calls her mom. You learn about that relationship. Then you learn about her job. And then very quickly, you learn about this crime that she hears. She hears it a couple times and she starts going on like all these calls. Like there's no stopping. It's just like plot, plot, like plot point, plot point, plot point in that first half. She's like working out like Billie Eilish is playing. <laughs> like <laughs> I, I just found it. I, I just found it pretty fast paced. And then it leads you to be this like to think it's this like modern modern day 21st century covid rear window conversation play now about like tech and the like ubiquity of surveillance and then it immediately turns into something that's not as played out as that maybe that's a better maybe you just said a better way of what my frustration is it's not that it maybe is is that i'm beginning slow it's just that it seems like it's going one direction with its message and then it kind of switches so like maybe it's just like my my I had bought in a little bit to what the first half was saying and then it kind of goes away from that cuz it became less about covid really it became less about covid wasn't really part of the movie I mean it but it, be, like it becomes less about background. really her like it becomes less about her and more now about this plot Yeah it is it is a lot about the conspiracy but I also think that it gives a lot of I think it does delve into her mental health and you think in the second half? No, just like overall, this movie shows, I think, a very empathetic portrait of her mental health and one that feels yeah. real to me. I agree with that. I do agree it um, feels real. Um, I thought the, you know, I thought generally the characters were all likable. I, I I don't know how I feel about two in it specifically, which is the 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 weird creepy neighbor who then it turns out not to be creepy, and then as he's dying on the couch, is like. You're just like me. You know, I'm like, all right, well, 
this is what <laughs> and then the the woman <laughs> the woman uh executive who is just so like just the very like fake me too like not really mm-hmm. buying it like or like doesn't really give a shit but is trying to pretend she does might be a little bit over the top for me but yeah. I, I mean, I, I guess when you just take this movie for what it is and, like, the playfulness of it, 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 it is a good movie. Like, I enjoyed yeah, it. It's, like, a type of movie you don't get anymore. It's, like, a sort of low-to-mid-budget movie that just sort of drops. It's meant to be really low-key, like, not a huge... Like, it It's me- it was a movie made to, be go- to go straight to streaming that yeah. does interesting things both formally and narratively. I, I agree. I think it's like a movie so that's like... What more can you ask? It's a movie that I agree is perfect for streaming. And I, like, I I really enjoyed watching it. Like by the end, I was like, yeah, that was a good watch. Uh, but I wasn't like completely, like obviously like blown away, which I guess yeah. you can't expect from every movie. Um, that's also not the goal of the movie. It's yeah. not like Soderbergh isn't intending this movie to be a movie that like... Well, I mean, No Sudden Move was more the opposite of experience where I had legitimately sat through it and was like... I, I couldn't really remember what I had just watched, mm-hmm. you know. Starring Julia Fox of Uncut Jams. <laughs> Uncut Jams. <laughs> um, I was Josh Safdie's muse in Uncut Jams. <laughs> um, no, this, um, what's the actress' name who plays? Zoe Kravitz. Yeah, she's really good. Yeah. Um, I think she did a great job. I think she really, like, embodied this character, like, in character well. And you know what's funny is I almost, like, it's just like interesting. Cause I almost could. I almost got like. I almost got like superhero vibes out of her. Obviously, she's not a superhero or anything. But I like it. Just like the like the poster too. I was just like, I feel like she could like. I feel like she could play like a superhero or something. Oh my god. What? I I, I don't know why I had the sense that she'd already done it, but maybe she. I, I don't think she has actually. No, she's in. She is in Spider Verse. Is she? Yeah, and she was an X Men. She was an X Men. Oh, you know, I that's no, that's why I recognize her. Who did she play in X Men? Uh, Tempest. Yeah. Okay, that makes this makes a lot of sense now. I was gonna say that she'd be perfect in X Men. Not that I've seen X Men in years, um, or remember anything, but I just felt like, or it's more like it's more her with the blue hair. Oh, she's about to be Catwoman as well. So. Oh yeah, how did we forget that? That movie is one hundred and seventy six minutes long. It's a what? No, it's not. <laughs> yes, it is. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's a, that's a mistake. It's not. Eric, there's no way. We need to Google. You need to Google this right What's, now. What's it's letterbox? There's, that's, that's not accurate. There's no way it's 176 movies. When's the last hundred? When's the last comic book movie that's been three hours long? Endgame. Endgame was not. Dude, Endgame was shorter than 176. I'm pretty sure, wasn't it? 176 that's do you know how long that is that's drive my car length that that is literally drive uh, my... Avengers Endgame was 181 there's no way this the Batman though is 176 I don't believe it Endgame is like a big movie like why would this random Batman I think they're expecting this to be a big movie as well I mean also there's so many random villains yeah that, that's what IMDB says anyways what? that's okay. Kimmy I think everyone should check it out it's such a it's a fun watch. Yeah, no, no, Kimmy Kimmy was definitely a fun watch. And um it's the first movie I've seen that's really um dealt with some themes of COVID um and just like incorporated it, which was interesting and I'm sure won't be the last one. Um And I, I bet many of them will not be as good as this one. 
Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, I like that it wasn't like a big, big deal, but um, it was definitely obviously, you know, there was masks, there was whatever. Although it did seem like in the company, people didn't really give a shit um, about COVID. Uh, but yeah, no, Kimmy was fun. It was a, it was a, it was a good watch. Um, all right, let's talk about some Oscar noms. Um, we have kind of discussed a little bit of them in the car. Uh, when we were going to watch, um, just for the viewers out there, we went into LA on Monday to watch Lone Star, which is a fantastic movie, and uh, Love Streams, which is also a very, very good movie. Um, a movie that is still stuck in my head. Um, but yeah, we talked a little bit about the Oscar noms and some some snubs, some things that we think will probably win, won't win. Um, so let's just start. Um, obviously we'll have an Oscar episode where we go through what did win, um, or like, you know, kind of talk about some of them, but, um, okay. I want to hear Rosebud Thorne, Oscar noms wrote like, what do you mean? What does that mean? Have you done, do you know what like Rosebud Thorne? Oh yeah. Rose. Okay. Okay. Rose is like favorite thing that your favorite nom, your favorite nomination. Okay. Like just overall that can either be like something you you're happy that got nominated, even though you don't think it's gonna okay. win, or just like overall, but like something you're really happy that you think is probably gonna like win or like is getting momentum, like is in contention. Thorn something as a snub. 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 Okay. Um, I'll start with. Um, can it be more than one? Can I kind of say some general roses? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. Some roses. Um, I was just very happy to see Andrew Garfield get a nomination for Tick, Tick, Boom. Um, it was just nice to see that movie because otherwise it didn't. I don't. I believe that was its only nomination, right? Or it might have had something else. Maybe not. It got best editing. Best editing. That's what it was. Um, he won't win it, but uh, I think uh, it's just nice to see him up there. Um, and I was not, I was not on the Andrew Garfield train a year ago, but now I am uh, firmly on that train. Um, other Rose, um, do you have do you have any roses while I'm looking for my roses? Okay, my roses, Hamaguchi for best director. I was not yes, expecting that. Yes. Um, you think he has a chance? No, Jane Campion's gonna win that. You're you're certain about Campion winning that? That's what we talked about. You really think like it's? A I lock? think there's. I think it's. I think it's as much of a lock as there is. Why? Like why that award specifically? You just think that? I think just like throughout the circuit, she's just been winning it everywhere. People love this movie. It has like the most Oscar nominations this year, other than I don't know. Deservedly so. Deservedly um, so. Um, it's also I think the best directed movie out of the list. For what I've heard, really, you, we, we talked. You touched on this recently. I'm. I was gonna ask. Obviously, who do you want to win? But <laughs> it's you want Jane Campion to win. I mean, it is nice. It's a good list. Besides, maybe like one, one of them. Drive my car being on there is great. I think Licor- Licorice Pizza PTA deserves a nomination for it. He won't win it. I, I'm I'm happy that Spielberg. You know, I I think w- was West Side Story as crazy unique and unconventional as something like power of the dog no but i do think that i was very surprised with how good west side story ended up being um so i'm happy spielberg's on there 
the only thing is I I would say is I would it, it, I would love for PTA to win it. But that's just because I like Liquor's Pizza a little bit more. But I don't think that Liquor's Pizza is necessarily a better directed movie. Yeah. Um, I know you're rooting for it, obviously. Yeah. Teen Campion. I'm so excited about Kristen Stewart for Spencer. I, I'm i obsessed with her. Can yeah. I, can I say that? I I think I speak Is this for, a rose? Yeah. It's a rose. Um, Kristen Stewart is a big one for me. I was really happy to see Jesse Plemons get nominated. I was not expecting that. Um, and I'm also accepted. I'm obsessed with Kirsten. I have always been obsessed with Kirsten. I, I still like, don't know if like, you know, like I still think the role is like, it's an important role in the movie and it's the role that the movie is like almost centered around like Benedict Cumberbatch. Um, like tormenting Kirsten Dunst leads to Cody Smith McPhee protecting his mother, but I still feel the role is limiting. But in terms of like just like as a person and like as an actress, as someone whose career that I've loved for so long, like I'm I'm obsessed with her. It and if she wins, I would be very happy. But Ariana DeBose is in there. I have to say, I think we, while we're here, we should spend time on it since we're kind of. We spend time on directing. I, I just can't get on board for the Kirsten Dunst nomination. I just, I just don't think. I mean, I can't substitute it with anything because I, I'm, I'm not good enough to remember. But like, I just don't like. I just don't think it, it was that good of a performance. I mean, it's the sort of thing where it's like if she doesn't come off as, des both desperate and like sort of strong strong enough like then the whole movie doesn't work so i guess i guess in that sense it is the most important role in the movie i i see what you're saying but what my question is is do we do we think that kirsten dunst did something in that role that only kirsten dunst could do i guess that's my question like i just feel like i don't really feel that way about any of the performances in actress and supporting role i'm gonna throw one out here i've thought about this one a little bit more I think Jesse Buckley deserves this. No. I think she does. No. Okay, because the problem with Jesse Buckley's role is that that part of the movie sort of sucks. What? Why? The why? flashbacks in the movie. I like the flashbacks. The flashbacks in the movie seem completely unnecessary to me. Even if they seem unnecessary, you don't think she gave a good performance? Yeah, the performance is good, but the part of the movie she's in just is the worst part of the movie. I mean, so yeah, but like, we're not judging. I mean, if we're going to judge Kirsten Dunst, we can't we just say her character is also like, the worst part I of it. I walked away from The Lost Daughter being like, Olivia Coleman was really good. Like, Dakota Johnson was really good. Like, if you had told me, like, Jesse Buckley, like, I almost would have been like, oh, like, oh, yeah, like, she is in that movie. I Like, I, she's not bad in it, but. I definitely think Jesse Buckley is my, I mean, I can't go against Ariana DeBose. Um. I just like also want to see Kirsten win. I'm 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 legitimately obsessed like with everything. There's like, no way she does though, right? No, she's she has a very good shot, bro. <laughs> what? I I I just, I'm sorry. I I don't know if I can get behind this. I don't know if I can be on the the Kirsten Dunst train. I here's the thing for me. I haven't seen her in a lot, and I just didn't think she was that great. What what is if I need to watch? What what what, what do I need to watch to renew my faith in? Kirsten I mean, Melancholia Dunst? is uh, I've never unbelievable. Seen that, so. Um. She's very good in the Virgin Suicides. 
I mean, come on, Spider Man. She's so good in Spider Man. I mean, that's Spider Man though. Like, what? What? You? What? What? Yeah, I mean, she's fine. She's. Mary Do you Jane. say the same thing about Heath Ledger? Oh, like it's Batman. No, but. <laughs> what? That's so unfair. Also, but... Spider Man is just a better movie than. Like, I it's, don't like... even say that. Are you gonna sit here and tell me that the Spider Man movie is better than the Dark Knight movie? Yeah, the Sam Raimi <gasps> Spider Man. What? Movies? No, Eric. I'm like pretty sure that's not even an unpopular opinion. That's a that's an unpopular opinion. I don't know about people this. love. Okay, I mean, any, anyways, been... also Marie Antoinette, like Kristen Dunst is 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 very good. It's like is the only one and I she can't comment so on is um, who is nominated for Eternal King? Sunshine? No, for she's fine. Eternal Sunshine, she's fine. She's very young in that movie. Doesn't do much. I feel like. I don't know why I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm not trying to be on the Kirsten Dunst. Yeah, what I, I've never heard you like. Why? What about it, her? Have you seen her like this entire Oscar cycle? You hear her talk, and she's just like, isn't she like kind of bubbly? She's bubbly, but she comes off as so, like, just like nice. calm. So calm, nice, like grounded. Someone who like knows like exactly what she's doing and is like so like quietly confident in herself. I. Like in a diff in a way that's different from Kristen Stewart, who I get this like a similar sense from, and just being Here's sort of reserved. But like Kristen Stewart, ha there's always some sense of like Kristen danger Stewart, and like yeah, energy there, to there her. Seems like a but bit more. Calm. Kirsten Dunst is just like, just like an amazing presence. I loved. You know how they have those YouTube videos, like where people go through their entire like where go they go through like important roles for them. Mm -hmm. So like I just like. Cannot stop right, like listening right. to her. Maybe I need to. Maybe I need to depart from, and, from this. From and this melancholia is. Yeah, I've never seen it, so I can't. But maybe, maybe I need to get get off my train and hop on the other direction on uh, her. Um, oh, sorry. Also for Kristen Stewart, I think Kristen Stewart and Ariana DeBose. Listen to this stat: are the first two openly gay or lesbian actors to be nominated for an Oscar in over twenty years. <laughs> I I saw that on Twitter. That's crazy. My question with that though is, is that true? Because wasn't yeah. What about the woman for um, Knives Out? Who? The main actress. Isn't she? Was she nominated? I thought she was. Was she not? Also, she that's was, what I she's not. Is she gay? I thought. I thought Didn't she. Did she date Ben Affleck last year? I thought, she, but I think I thought she was out as oh, bi, bi, possibly. That's what I thought. So I I could be. I could be mistaken on either A if she was nominated or B if she was out, but I, the only reason oh, I, I mean, I'm not not to say, but yeah. like, there's nothing in her like Wikipedia that says that, yeah. You know. The only reason I didn't know is because people on Twitter on that post were saying yeah, this blah blah blah, blah. and I was like, is that true? I don't know. Um, I think the amount of openly gay actors that have been nominated in the history of the Oscars is like less than five. I, I can believe that. Even even though I mean, I I think I do think it's still very significant. I was just curious if you knew if uh, the woman from Knives Out was also. Um, possibly out, but I do I think don't think she got nominated. She might have, yeah, she might. It could have been that she just didn't even get nominated. Um, but that is crazy. That it's crazy. It's been twenty years, like since Ian McKellen in Lord of the Rings. That's wild. That's kind of wild. That's um, that is crazy. My favorite nomination is worst person in the world for original screenplay. That was a shocker. yeah. You talked about yeah. that. Um, what else is in that uh, category nominated? Licorice Pizza, King Richard, Don't Look Up in Belfast. Yeah, I mean, the only thing I'll say is, I really should have watched the worst worst person in the world. I still have time. It's in theaters um, now. 
Oh, I did. You know what I just saw? It's at the Lemley. You know what else is at the Lemley right now? If you want to go, let's go watch Drive My Car again. <laughs> it's, I have been thinking that. It is. Uh, I know. I saw it. And I was like, what if? What if I, what if I did? I still think Wheel of Fortune and Fantasy is the better movie he made this year. Like, Interesting. By far. Interesting. Um, I mean, obviously, if I had to say, I would say I uh, licorice pizza for that as well. I know that you're not a huge fan of licorice pizza. Um, but also, I, I, are you a big fan of the worst person in the world? Or is it just like you yeah, think? Yeah, I really like worst person in the world. Um, let's see. I had another rose. I think. Um, uh, I think my rose. I guess we could just mix this with bud. <laughs> like we're yeah, talking about rose, what we're excited bud, for. Dude. Yeah, that's true. Um, oh gosh, I don't even know. Um. I will say it, it was nice to see Coda get a little bit of. I didn't expect it. It got mm-hmm. two Oscar nominations, I believe, total. For what? Best picture and best supporting actor. Yeah. Um, did it get a screenplay nom? It did get a screenplay nom. Are you sure? Yeah, I got it for adapted. Oh, because it is adapted. Yeah, you're right. Uh, adapted in itself is an interesting category because, um, I I mean I'm assuming Power of the Dog will win it, right? Yes. I mean, <laughs> its competition is Lost Daughter, which is good. Drive my car. Good. Coda. Yeah, it's good. Dune. <laughs> what if Dune wins the award? Um, can it's we, probably between Power of the Dog. The can we just Dog hope Dune doesn't win a Dune single Dog. award this year? I don't know why I'm hating on Dune so much. <laughs> Especially when Your I was Your tune has changed. <laughs> <laughs> I, need, I need to like re-edit. I'm going to edit an episode together if it's just me talking about Dune. <laughs> and then, like the arc, <laughs> the arc of me doing so. Um, it has changed quite a bit. Uh... Let's see. Let's just go down. I mean, Flea is the first movie to be nominated for animated, international, and a documentary, and that makes me very happy. Flea, yeah, you you really liked Flea, and I and I I had wanted to see it as well. I heard really good things about it. Um, but uh, yeah, I wonder if it has a chance. I mean, obviously, I know you're hoping for Drive My Car to win, um, international feature film. I'm, um, I'm assuming, right? Well, I'm I would be hoping for Flea to win, but I'm I'm not deluding myself probably. into. Yeah, and then obviously Drive My Car is also nominated for Best Picture, but I mean that's a long shot, right? It's actually one of the f- front runners right now. Yeah, that's what you said. That's what you said. I don't. I don't know if I believe that though. You really think it's gonna? When's the last time an international? Oh wow, never mind. the last time. The, the last, last time. time. <laughs> like, yeah, but I mean that was the first time. Not only was that the last time, that was the first time ever. Yeah. So like I just and Parasite. Well, I guess the non-English language think, film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Think about the momentum that Parasite had. This movie Oscars. has some momentum, but I, it's, I don't it's think not it going to be Power of the Dog. I don't think. I, I don't think it has parasite level momentum. It is. It is considered. I would say in, like, the top three or four of the best picture category in terms of how I it's see bowling, that. I think I could see that. I mean, in terms of best picture, I I don't think much is going to compete. With, I mean, I, if, if I had to say my top three, it, it would probably be, Power of the Dog, Drive My Car. And then for me personally, it would be a, some wash between Licorice Pizza and West Side. So and I'd probably give the edge to Licorice. So I, I would say that the, the, two, the top two being Power of the Dog and Drive My Car seem pretty. I mean, at least even for my personal preference, I just think it, if there's going to be the two like two movies deserving of an Oscar for Best Picture, um it would be those two. I, I don't see any of the other ones really competing that, that hard. 
crazy that Coda got a Best Picture nomination. I didn't know that movie really got that much steam. Yeah. Um, that's just wild to me. I mean, that movie premiered. I rem- I watched it at it was like, so a virtual long ago. Sundance. So long that ago. I watched that movie in January of twenty twenty one. You know what else is a rose that I know you have? The what? rose is uh, that Belfast fell off <laughs> really hard oh. for the Oscars. Yeah. Uh, okay, wait. I actually want to know your thoughts on Gaga getting snubbed because I think that's the biggest snub. I, who, who's, um, who's, uh, let's see who else is in that. You want to read, read it off? Eyes of Tammy Faye for Jessica Chastain. I'm a big Jessica Chastain fan, but I, I don't, I didn't hear anything about that movie. Like, I didn't even read anything about her performance. Can you... Do you have you seen it? Can you speak to it at all? I haven't seen it. You haven't, but any people like any buzz. And people don't like the movie, but it's the it's like a classic. Jessica Chastain and Nicole Kidman and being the Ricardos are the classic like best actress like biopic. Yeah, I, I see um, that. To me, it's like I see Jessica Chastain and I'm like, yeah, you know, she okay. And and Nicole Kidman, I didn't watch being the Ricardos. I I like saw my mom watching it, so I, I peeped in to some scenes. Like I could, like Nicole Kidman was probably the best part of that movie, uh, from the th- you know from what I heard people talking about it. Um, although there were, it it got several nominees. I did not expect. Um, yeah, Javier Bardem. Yeah, J.K. Simmons. Yeah, J.K. Simmons. Um, I just feel like J.K. Simmons is one of those people that's also like Jessica Chastain, where they're usually just gonna get nominated. Oh, I'm, I'm just sad that we don't get to see the rest of Gaga's campaign trail. <laughs> Like, I wanted to see what she was going to wear to everything. I wanted to see what she was going to say at all of her interviews. Like, One, the movie, which I haven't seen, I've heard is just objectively bad. Oh, but she's so good in it. Is she good or are you just saying that because you like Lady Gaga? I think she's legitimately (laughs) incredibly fun in it. So let me ask you a question. Who would you take out? Um... I, mean, you... I can't. I can't say that because I haven't seen either Temi Faye or being the Ricardos. But the the surprise nominee in this category Penelope is Penelope Cruz. Cruz. Yeah. But I do like Penelope Cruz in Parallel Mothers. I mean, but Parallel Mothers. Obviously, Kristen Stewart and Olivia Coleman aren't going anywhere. Yeah. Um, well, Kristen Stewart was. People were a little nervous for her, but. Why? Because she might not win it. Um, people were nervous because she like didn't show up. I think at SAGs, she didn't get a BAFTA nomination. Um, she was she was she was missing a lot of precursors when people originally thought she was a lock. That's crazy. And this, and this is a pretty it, crowded ca- like the best actress was like a crowded category this year. But I do think you know it's very hard to say. I confidently think this without having seen three of the other films. But uh, I think Kristen Stewart's performance is the only thing that made that movie movie good. Like one of the only things that made Spencer. Palpable. I like Spencer more than you, but I, I agree. Kristen, I, mean, I mean, Kristen is, I, I love Kristen and everything you, she does. Even if you agree, you like it more than me. Take Kristen Stewart out of that. You don't like it, right? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, not not that she completely makes it, but she she just owns that role so well. I think the thing about that movie in particular is that that, that role and the way she, like, no one else can do what Kristen yeah. Stewart does. That's what um, I think. And it's not that I think anyone could say do what Olivia Coleman does. I think Olivia Coleman is going to win, though. I won't be upset, but I'll be, I'll say, like, it's one of those things where I'll be like, okay, I see it. But I think Kristen Stewart deserves it. I want Kristen Stewart, I want Kristen Stewart to win just. Has she ever won? No, this is her first nomination. 
This is our first nominee. That's kind of crazy. I know. They didn't see. Um, that's kind of wild that that's actually her first nomination. I, it won't be her last, but. I don't think she. I I can't tell. She seems like someone who. I think like part of the appeal is that I don't think she cares that much. I get that but vibe I'm, too. I'm just obsessed. I'm I'm obsessed with her. Olivia Coleman has won an Oscar before, right? The favorite. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's what I'm saying. I thought. Yeah. She, I shot. I'm pretty sure she did. And she got nominated for the Father last yeah. last year. Yeah. I I think that's you know Kristen Stewart. You know I hope she as well. Um. Actor in a supporting role. Uh. Power of the Dog. Two nominations. Kind of kind of crazy. I don't know about. I won't lie. Jesse Plemons. Okay with it. I, again, I think it's just like I just didn't think that character was particularly compelling. I thought some of the scenes were nice with him, but I didn't think that his character. I think was... he has one of my favorite scenes in the movie. Is it the mountain one? Yeah, yeah. The, like or the one yeah, where he's like, where he where he he learns how to dance with Kirsten. Yeah. I I really want Cody to win this, but I also like I wouldn't mind like a surprise in this category. Like I feel like Cody Smith McPhee is gonna be in more stuff. He's still young, yeah, like. But I do would like him to win this because I feel like he's very good. Yeah, and we were talking about that actor in a leading role. You you said that you've heard that Will Smith is pretty locked for that, right? Do you still think that? You think? Yeah, yeah, he is. Which is crazy because I mean, I'm, I'm I thought Will Smith's acting career was <laughs> pretty well, much behind really him. Like King Richard. That's what I heard. That's what I heard. And not only that, but I, I heard people really like. Will Smith and and King yeah. Richard like like I particularly saw people on Twitter say you like you need to see this because this is one of the best performances Will Smith has given maybe ever <laughs> like in a long long time not to shit on Will Smith because I love the man but he just doesn't do a lot of good movies <laughs> you know what I'm saying so this is I mean I, I'd be happy for him yeah. um obviously I think that I uh. There's some good competition there. Benedict Cumberbatch, you know, could easily. I think he's the main competition. Benedict is the main. Yeah, I mean, like uh, Andrew Garfield won't win. I'm happy he got a nom. Uh, Denzel Washington, I didn't even see. Tried to do Macbeth, and Javier Bardem. Javier Bardem. Bardem. Um, again, didn't see. Being Javier Bardem and Penelope. Being Cruz. the Ricardo is kind of, kind of got a lot of noms. Yeah. Like I was surprised when I saw how many noms. I they, mean, it's they like got. a Sorkin movie. About like the golden age of television, like about the movie biz, like it makes sense. It's it's one like Hollywood loves. Let's let's talk some let's talk some thorns before we before we wrap up. Let's talk some thorns. I got a few thorns. My first thorn is how the hell is Tatan? It didn't. It's not eligible. Oh, it's not for what reason? Um, it like each country is only allowed to put in one movie, oh. and it didn't. It didn't. Cho- it didn't choose to talk. What did it choose? I think it. I think it chose Celine Siam. I think it chose Celine Siam as Petit Maman. Oh, interesting. But it hasn't released in the U.S. yet. Well, that sucks. Um, it's not really. A, I I knew it wasn't gonna probably happen, but I didn't know it wasn't really eligible. Um, were you surprised that Annette didn't get anything? No, um, like I would have loved to see uh, so may we start get a best song nomination. You think it would have been a stretch to get maybe even like a because it was else? on the short list. Yeah, but it, I don't think it was gonna get anything else. Not even maybe an Adam Driver or a, um anything like no. that. Yeah. Um, 
I, I, I told you this one, and you said you weren't too surprised, but I, I thought, come on, come on, it could have gotten something, even if it was, like, um, like I, I didn't anticipate it being, like, Best Picture or, or, um, or even Joaquin Phoenix, but there was, I forgot what it was, I wrote it down, there was, like, one thing that I, like, remember was, like, I'm surprised it didn't even get, like, nominated for this, like, in particular. Which was, um, oh gosh, I don't even know. I don't think it was whether it was, I can't even tell you what it was for. I just surprised they didn't get anything. And you you said you weren't that surprised. I don't, I, that movie somehow just like never got off the ground. That one and Red Rocket just like. Again, yeah, you know why? There's a reason why. Because they, it, they have one common thread. You know what that is? A24. And their refusal to like. I don't. What is wrong? A twenty four. Say what you want. They make <laughs> make good movies. They make some movies that are just all within the a certain vibe. You know, there's even like just a, like a meme of the A twenty four vibe. Why the hell are they so bad at pushing their movies for Oscars? Like, I just feel like generally they're it, it just they just can't seem to get buzz behind their movies. And there's some that are really deserving. Well, they did okay with Minari. I thought. I mean, they also did win, and they win. They won Best Picture in twenty sixteen. But I, it, but I it just seems like consistently they're trying to push the envelope, or you know, like they're they're trying to make the next big thing. Like they go big, sometimes too much, and they just never. I feel like have anything to show for it. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just like, come on, come on. Seems like a movie that with the right angle could have easily earned at yeah. least a few, or even Red Rocket. Like you don't think Red Rocket could have gotten Rocket, definitely? Like what? Yeah. Like there has to be a common thread and the common thread to me is just like how the hell does a24 yeah n- not push these movies more so that's what i'll say was my, my biggest story because it's just like i don't know i saw people were upset that spider-man no way home didn't get a nomination especially because they I'll, dude i had people on twitter saying that it should have been a best picture nomination and i was gonna throw up like if, if spider-man no way home got a best picture nomination it would just be evidence that all you need to get an Oscar nomination for Best Picture is just pander to an audience, and then that's it. Like, I don't mean to shit on Spider-Man No Way Home, but come on. Yeah, I, I wouldn't want to see Spider-Man No Way Home, but in the same vein, Belfast is sort of that. <laughs> I will say this movie had no real traction or push, but uh, I would have been nice to see. I, I wish she, you know, she of a baby yeah. would have gotten something, um, also because it's like a young... You know, she filmmaker. came out too early and then didn't have... To me, the biggest flop of a movie, again, with a common thread, that should have... that I If you would have asked me a year ago what is going to be headlining the Oscars in some way, The Green Knight. Like, what no. the... Like, what the, Well, I know, but, like, I, I would have thought before oh, no. it came out. You, you didn't even... You didn't think so? No, because it's... It was, like, he was go, going for something like weird, like, not super narrative, like, it... Yeah. Even like cinematography or editing, like I don't know something. I guess maybe like something technical, but it it also it also is in direct comparison to Dune. But yeah, but at least at least at least the Green Knight was trying to be different. It also came out at a bad time. It did. You're not wrong about that. You're um, not wrong about that. Do you have any notable snubs? I have a couple other small ones, but the main one is. Uh, I really wanted the French Dispatch for a soundtrack. Really? 
Yeah. Yeah. I think it would have deserved it. I know we talked about French Dispatch is another movie that's like, you know, if you and I were making our own Oscar noms, I probably would have had the French Dispatch in there. But obviously it's just a movie that probably will never get. I don't know how well his other films have done in the past. Either. Um, this is the first, I think this is like the first one to not get any noms. Yeah. Since wow. like very early, since like the 90s. Or maybe, unless maybe Darjeeling didn't get too many. Yeah. Do you think, um, I, I was surprised that Denis didn't get nominated for Dune, just with it, with Dune getting other oh, awards. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a big snub. I was just like, not that I necessarily think he should win it, but I'm, I'm just surprised that he didn't um i also heard about a hero being snubbed too for international film how do you feel about that um how do i feel i don't like a hero that much so i was personally okay. fine with it but i also um really hated the hand of god and that got nominated i will say other ones i have noted Alana uh, Heim for Licorice Pizza. That was I, I know. Happen. Again, never going to happen. I heard p- people mention passing. Sh- oh. Should have gotten oh. something. Ruth Nega is incredible. In pa- I'm, both of them are. Tessa Thompson is also so good. And and it, it didn't get a single nom. It's, it's crazy that neither of them got nominated to me. Yeah. I, I heard that that was, uh, it was just a, it was a thing that I saw. The acting in that movie is, is great. Yeah. Um, I saw people say. Francis McDormand for tra- again. I didn't see Tragic Macbeth, and I don't yeah. really have. Um, I don't really have an opinion completely on that, but yeah, I mean, I think those were the kind of the big ones. Um, was there anything else on your list of snubs? Nothing huge. Um, I think it could have been cool to see uh, Zola do something, get something. Yeah. But... And God, you mentioned Gaga. Yeah. You would have liked. Um... Just to, like, see, like, her persona more on the Oscar trail. <laughs> Just to see. Oh, my gosh. Also, how did being the Ricardos... Can I ask this question? How did being the Ricardos get such good buzz, but then Aaron Sorkin not get a nomination for the screenplay? Like that That's just interesting to me. It got so many other Oscar noms. Yeah. I don't... I, I don't... I don't... I don't really know... I think people must have just connected to the, yeah, to the acting. I I don't really know too much about the movie to be honest. What about uh Bradley Cooper? Uh, <laughs> for supporting. For supporting. Oh, that would have been a fun nom. I don't I don't think. I it. also wouldn't have been surprised. Yeah, I feel like it's one that I could have seen for sure, but uh, I do think it's a good list on what is there. It's hard, you know. I do think some categories it's like it's really stacked. Where other categories, it's more easy to be like, wow, this movie was clearly snubbed because what the hell is this competition? You know, like, it definitely deserves it. But some of them, it's like, who are you going to substitute? Which I guess, you know, like you were saying, maybe if you think of, like, the leading actress is that one. You know, like, how are you going to take out X, Y, or Z and input, you know, Lady Gaga? So, yeah. Well, we will be – when when do you remember what day it actually is? Wow, that is a good <laughs> quick, question. Quick, quick Google to check. Um, I think it's mid-March, late March. Okay, so we got some time. March 27th. I want to see what Sam's opinions on some of these are. Um, maybe what he has, maybe some snubs on or things like that. Um, 
maybe next episode we can kind of start with that ask him a little bit of a little bit of stuff but uh yeah that's uh that was the oscar nominations hopefully hopefully uh there's some surprises and it'll be it'll be fun but uh yeah this is our first first episode out caleb and the first one for uh for season five but uh on that note uh we will bid you adieu